0: On today's episode of the DOD 45, it's all about lists, lists, and more lists. We sit down with our friend and artist, Jared Knight, to discuss his upcoming show at our gallery this weekend in Hannibal, Missouri. We also share our top 10 lists of movies you should be watching this Halloween. And we hear from a handful of past DOD 45 guests who've called in to share their personal favorite scary movies. You're going to want to hear these lists.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention... what you're doing
0: 45 This is the D-O-D-45 podcast, drawing over discussions, 45 minutes with a special guest. Welcome. I'm your host and resident artist, Ty of Art by Ty, and with my co-host, Adrian Taiwali'i, we're having conversations with people who I admire and am inspired by. On this episode, I'll set a 45-minute timer, put my pen to the paper, and we'll learn about our guest through an interview-style discussion, so stay right here with us to experience some laughs and maybe even learn a thing or two. D forty-five, recording in progress. Prague rock. Do you like Prague rock? I don't know what that is. Um, it's like progressive rock. Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, it's another episode of D O D forty-five. It is our how our. We're squeezing in a Halloween episode, a one last Halloween episode. We're going all out Halloween. Are you excited about that? Yeah. Oh, going out on a limb, changing it up. Well, that's good because we're going to do some top 10 horror movie lists. And a bunch of people had called in and, and, and left us some lists, a bunch of past... Dod forty five guests, so I'm looking forward to hearing what they had to, what their their lists are. I haven't listened to any of them, so we'll play those throughout the show while we're uh, having a discussion with our guest today. Today on the show, we're having our friend Jared Knight, who is also a very, very, very talented artist, and we are um have an exhibit of his artwork in our gallery this weekend for the creatures of the Night Show, K-N-I-G-H-T, Night. That's Jared Knight's last name. So we figured we'd have him in to have a discussion with him about his artwork. Jared's also pretty knowledgeable about horror movies. He's knowledgeable about movies in general. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to have, like, a, another friend, and it's been a while since we had like, a personal friend in on the show. We had Quentin Hughes was our very first episode, our pilot episode, and then we had our good friend Johnny Ritchie in. Um, a little while ago, but it's been a while since we had like someone we knew on a very, very, very personal level. So that's cool, right?
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting. Sometimes it makes me go like, "What? What is there to say?"
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. W- well, just w-
2: because we—I don't know the conversation. I don't know.
0: I I know what you're. I get what you're saying there. I thought of that too, and then I just thought, you know what? It's basically like we're just at the bar at the you know having drinks or hanging out together we're just having a regular conversation except i'm, I'm sprinkling in some questions like we're hanging out at the what was that uh, place we met Jared at last time the campfire the, lounge the campfire lounge yeah so just like we're hanging out at the campfire lounge we we're, we're going we have a show this weekend we're heading out to
2: as you hear this, it will have been. We'll have passed, I guess.
0: Yeah, but we are going. We're heading out to Memphis, uh, and it's been a little while since we've been out to Memphis. Uh, it was a very, really cool show they had in this really cool neighborhood. But now it's kind of down on the on the riverfront, so I'm interested to see how that goes. But I like Memphis a lot.
2: How about you? I like Memphis. So what I've seen, we we only usually stay in that older district. So I don't know. About the riverfront, I did see a picture. I sent it to you, but apparently you didn't get it, of the Mississippi. looked dry as a bone down there, which I can't imagine, since ours still has water. Our Mississippi.
0: Was it a doctored <laughs> photograph? It's crazy.
2: I think it was probably taken towards an island so that you couldn't really see the rest of the river. So if we went to the Illinois side and looked to our Missouri side, we could see maybe a sh- more shallow portion that could be dried up. I don't know. Well,
0: wow. <clears throat> yeah, that doesn't seem. And and now they're talking about because the Colorado River is drying up, or the water rights like it's not even getting all the way down to Mexico. There's they're petitioning to try to get uh, to start taking water from the Mississippi. Like, come oh, on, Oh, that's not going to happen. No, but they're petitioning but at this for it.
2: Before I had always thought like, oh, cool. We'll never run out of water next to the Mississippi, but ooh.
0: We just went down Looks, for a walk low. down there a couple of days ago, or two nights ago, or last night. It seems really low.
2: It's it is cr- low, but it's not as low as some areas. I think as the further south it it goes, the wider it gets. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. So it would be more dispersed over land. And the sh- the shrinkage would be greater, I think.
0: It's always nice to use the word shrinkage. I did see that picture. I just did, I thought that was, I didn't realize, I thought it was in St. Louis, the picture you sent
2: me. Well, I did send you one of St. Louis too, oh, where oh. they were walking to this rock that juts out of the river. And you can, right now, you can walk to that mon- that mound, hmm. that rock formation from, from the shore of somewhere.
0: Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna be right on the river for a show in Memphis. Memphis is a cool town. Uh, People should go check out uh, that museum, the Martin Luther King Museum. The Civil National. Sorry, yeah, the Civil Rights Museum is. They built. It's right at the Lorraine Hotel, where Martin Luther King was shot. They just built the museum right on the backside of the hotel. It's it's really remarkable when you're there and you, you you, you, recognize the place. from You've seen in so many photographs and videos, it's really, it's so recognizable. And the cars that were parked out there when it happened, when the shooting ha- when mm-hmm. when he was assassinated, it's all just right how it was in the 60s. They
2: do. They did a great job of it. It's an, an unfortunate event that took place in right there but they did a, a good job of memorializing our history
0: yeah i think so i think one time we were there and people were protesting because they were also they also built a museum across the street from uh the shooter the assassination
2: i don't remember protests
0: i just like there was like two people protesting or something out there i can't remember <laughs> i just i remember they might have someone been was there sign. anything they could have been i don't know it was a long time ago anyway our guest today jared Knight. We are having him as a featured guest artist in our gallery, in the Old Blue Gallery, this weekend, October 28th, is the opening night of the Creatures of the Night K-N-I-G-H-T show, and it features the artwork of Jared, who our guest is today. I've said that probably a trillion times.
2: Yeah, I think we got it. (laughs) My hair, sorry, my hair, it's so dry, my hair is stark straight, and it keeps poking me in the nose. Um. He is a mixed media artist who uses like India inks and what?
0: Watercolors. And well, we'll let him. Parker, the, yeah, we'll let oh, him. Okay. It's really cool work. I, I really like it. Jared has a style. And I think one of the biggest thing as an artist is to have a style. If you have a style, you've accomplished a significant part of being an artist. So I've always really liked his work and we used to have him, we, we first met him at a submerged in art show. The show was called submerged in art and it was a charity event that we, uh, the Adrian and I used to put on and a lot of my family members, we used to put it on in Salt Lake city, Utah It was a really cool show and we just had a whole bunch of guests, artists from Utah and it was uh, the charity event. It was always a charity event for the road home homeless shelter. And we always raised a lot of good money for it. it was a really cool show. It was just a lot of work. And so we, we don't do that show anymore. But that was the first place we met Jared Knight, and we had him as an artist there. And we've been friends ever since, and I've been a fan of his work ever since. So he'll be our first guest artist in our gallery, the Old Blue Gallery, this weekend. So if you're in the Hannibal area or in the tri-state area, uh, you should try to come through. for, for It will be a nice, fun party. And then we have a bunch of people that called in to give us their top 10 horror list.
2: Oh, A-list i thought you
0: said Annist. oh Annist. it's probably this U- utah accent <laughs> mountain but yeah we got a bunch of people who called in um to share their favorite horror movies since it is a kind of our halloween episode it's gonna air right before halloween and i love halloween and adrian does too even though she said in the last episode <laughs> she's like oh, it's only
2: <laughs> i think it's fine I don't get excited for it.
0: It's surprising because when we were first together, you always dressed up in costume and I never did. Yeah,
2: one night I didn't oh. like. I didn't do all this other stuff. Oh. I didn't go to like the pumpkin patch and the maze. Like you would maybe go to a haunted house, but there wasn't all this hubbub up to it. Like you had to do all these activities and it's all this.
0: You don't have to do that. It's so much fun. You have to
2: drink a pumpkin latte and pumpkin beer
0: oh i didn't get a pumpkin beer i don't like pumpkin beer it's disgusting well it's fine okay. no, right. whatever i made a new piece for this show i'm excited about this also in this in that show for the uh, jared knight the creatures of the night show we invited a bunch of uh, other artists to submit a piece or to put a piece in the show yeah, we, so got we got it. some really cool we artwork got a lot of cool stuff yeah i'm excited for the for the show we waiting on Jared still? Mm-mm. Oh, he We're here. Waiting on you. Oh well. Hey, listen. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Jared Knight.
3: Oh, forty-five.
0: Here's a little story that must be told. Hey, we are stoked to be starting a relationship with Brim of the World, and look forward to building on our partnership with them in the future listen i almost never go without a hat so hooking up with brim of the world was a no-brainer as far as your situation goes you know your head is looking pretty chump these days and it's time to throw some headgear on there And I'm not talking braces, headgear. I'm talking about hats. And Bot World, a.k.a. Brim of the World, has a treasure trove of headwear to pick from. So check them out at brimoftheworld.com. And also check out their SCD collection. SCD is Seek, Conquer, Destroy, and it's their action sports brand. Seek wisdom to conquer all obstacles and destroy anything that tries to stand in your way for success. Also, also, also check out their Aliens Built Earth clothing line. Super dope clothing line. I rock their hoodies and shirts all the damn time. Aliens Built Earth was born with the notion and belief that aliens built Earth. Uh, You'll find some type of clothing or headwear from these cats on me at almost all times. And that was before DOD 45 partnered with them. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Head over to BrimOfTheWorld.com and start building your wardrobe now. And, yo, I just noticed they're offering free shipping in the U.S. So, I mean, really, can you beat that? No, you cannot.
4: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the world. My name is Tony, and I have a podcast, too. I know what you're saying. I already know. Okay. But I have a podcast too. Just like you. Just like your grandma. Just like your grandma's neighbor. We all have podcasts. Except mine is different. I'm different. I was born different. The Speaker Face Podcast is fun. It will teach you probably nothing. You cannot smell it. And you definitely can taste it speaker face podcast by me a wall one and i talk to uh my friends i talk to musicians artists all kinds of creative people all kinds of human beings i do like little songs and little freestyles and skits and so after you're done listening to dod45 with my man ty which is a very 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 very, very interesting podcast that you should religiously watch and listen to. After you're done, check out speakerface.store for the speakerface podcast. And you could also listen to it wherever other podcasts are podcasting. You know what I'm saying? So check it out, speakerface podcast. Your life will be better. I don't promise.
0: Hey, it's me, Ty, just popping on real quick to let you know that my art is available for purchase at artbytai.com. So if you like what you're seeing or you want to support this podcast, the best way for you to do that is by picking up a print or an original on my website. If you're not quite ready for a purchase but you still want to help out, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you stream from. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you'll never miss an episode. All right, enough of all that. Now let's get back to the show.
3: D-O-D-45.
0: Let's see what Jared came equipped with. Currently connecting to Jared Knight on this episode of DOD 45. <laughs> we wait for Jared Knight who must be logging in are you logging in through your um your on the, your fax machine your phone line <laughs> no
5: i'm uh i'm on a computer as you asked as you requested <laughs>
0: how are you Jared i'm doing so good how are you it's good to see you guys it is very awesome to see you i like that you match our background well, it was obviously intentional. <laughs> are we looking at a a Jared Knight original behind your head there?
5: You are, you are. Thought I would add that in for uh, some context, I suppose.
0: What about this? Um, the the conjoined mutant twin skeleton behind you there too.
5: Oh, those are my
0: sons. <laughs> <laughs> You're a perfect guest to have on for our for our Halloween. Our Halloween episode, Jared.
5: I'm so happy you asked me. I Halloween obviously is like my favorite. I'm not a holiday person at all. I have like no traditions. I would not consider myself a traditional person. But Halloween is everything. The whole month.
6: Can can yeah, can you can
0: you spread some of that to Adrian? Because in the last this even even in the intro of here and the last episode, she is very much against celebrating Halloween Halloween more than just the one day. Why? (laughs) She didn't want to hear it. Ask your
2: sons.
7: (laughs) Ask your sons. (laughs) Or let them ask you
2: all about the Halloween stuff all all month long.
5: Hey, if Christmas can do it all month, so can Halloween. I agree.
2: And I'm pretty sure that's how the next generation of people will uh, feel about it.
5: Well, and also, I really love that, like, in Utah, Halloween is, like, dead serious. I don't know anyone from Utah that's not super into Halloween.
0: Oh, you're talking to one of them.
2: <laughs> oh, so, <me>? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Well, right. Like, I didn't know. I thought, like, I thought you'd be into this. But um, you're not into haunted houses, scary movies?
2: No, not scary movies. But I'm into haunted houses all the, all the year.
0: <laughs> actual, uh, the last haunted house we did go to is in this haunted house here in Hannibal, Missouri. It's right behind our house, and it's in this old church. Adrian had her eyes closed in sc- the oh, whole the actual the church. The, ch- the it was a, one of you know a haunted house that they put on, not oh. like an actual haunted house.
2: Uh, you meant like the ones you pay, yeah. and have people scare you.
0: Yes, isn't that the yeah. kind of haunted houses Jared's talking about?
5: The ones that like cost thirty dollars to have okay. a bunch of. Theater kids chase you around in a uh, warehouse where there's like, you know, HIPAA, vi- or not HIPAA violations, but uh, <laughs> health code violations all over the place. Yeah.
2: I loved them as a teenager. We used to go to the alien one in West Valley, Utah. Alien
0: Encounters. Never that, went to that, that one. That was
2: really fun. My dad would drop me and my brothers off there, and it was just really fun, and they would touch you, and now it's kind of... <laughs> You know, they would get in your face and kind of like rattle you a little. But Are now it's very like, ooh.
0: Well, I'm because I'm not gonna judge you. Yeah, because someone's gonna sue them, or some, or there's gonna be some sort of like hashtag moment or something. <laughs>
5: Here, here's something that is always like really shocking to me. So, um, when it comes to haunted houses, there's always the ambiguous like a uh, chainsaw guy mm-hmm. at the end, right? Why is that so scary? Because it's loud. <laughs> it's Chainsaws kind of loud. are
2: scary. I'm guessing you've never worked a chainsaw. <laughs> I haven't either. But I'm always scared whenever he does.
0: I, I work the chainsaw a lot and I love it, but it it it's not that scary because you. But you definitely could cut yourself pretty bad. But so, I I think Jared. I think it's because it's so damn loud.
2: <laughs> you don't think it's the massacre.
0: Well, I've obviously that. It's always Leatherface with this chainsaw. But I, I think it's so aggressively loud that that adds the the, the tense the tension.
5: I'm more of a Sawzall kind of guy.
0: Um, <laughs> when when I, did you ever use a Sawzall? <laughs> yesterday. Oh, did you? Oh, good. Oh, you're doing all the work at your house? I'm trying. Oh, good.
5: Yeah. You're grown up. I had to trim a plant. Um, I'm not taking it with a Salsal, yeah. I and I have this really beautiful Salsal that's like neon lime green, and maybe I'll take that to the haunted the Spook Alley and see if I can do something there.
2: You know, they have clippers? <laughs> like, that you can trim. Trimmers.
5: Yeah. Yes, yes. I am aware of that, but I live in. 2022, and I have a sawzall. Clippers are a little analog for me. I think,
2: but they give you a nicer cut, and they make it less like diseased, uh, inviting.
5: <laughs> true, true. There is a, a, I guess, a lot greater risk, uh, or less of a risk of a staff infection if you're using clippers. But <laughs> I, I know. think Adrian
0: was talking for the plant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Unless you want it to die, then that's good.
5: That's, that's kind of what we're trying to do. It's, it's gotten out of control.
0: <laughs> uh, we're really happy to have you on the show, and we're also very happy to have you, uh, you as our guest artist at the gallery so this excited. weekend. It's going to be a really fun show.
5: We're going to have so much fun.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. So Jared is going to be flying out here to Hannibal, Missouri for the show with some friends, too. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a good time.
5: Yes, for sure.
0: Well, okay, so we're gonna get this timer going. I'm gonna draw and I'm gonna draw something for you. I guess I'll just let it be a surprise. I won't say. It is weird drawing for artists, but you draw for artists all the time. Usually musicians, though. Yeah, it's the same. I guess it is. I'll just pretend like you're a rapper. Oh well. <laughs> if you were a rapper, though, what would do, have you ever can, like? Do you have a rapper name?
5: Um, no, I don't think I've ever been wrestling <laughs> cr- with a rapper name. Hey, that's a, maybe that's something we can do while I'm in Hannibal.
0: Come up with a rapper name?
5: Right.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll even get you a gig.
0: Oh <laughs> my God, that'll go over real well.
5: <laughs> hey, I've, I've, I've been invited to work. I'll tell you what, so I'll try, I'll try anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Timer set 45. We're going to get going.
5: Not the heart, but I want to revisit one more thing. The haunted house, when it comes to haunted houses, the best haunted houses are old school, like, lagoon haunted houses. Lagoon, for those not new to that, lagoon is a- Creature a of the Black park. Lagoon?
2: <laughs> like an amusement, right?
5: Amusement, yeah, like like animatronics, like dusty old animatronics. You're riding in a little car. Yeah,
7: would be fun.
5: Those are fun just because, you know, they just get so, like, uh, seasoned with age. Like, that one at Lagoon, like, it's, like, falling apart. And, like, <laughs> it almost makes it better in my eyes. I don't know.
2: And there's a certain scent as yes. well. That
0: fog,
5: is. It's chlorine and fog machines, which <laughs> are, like, two of my favorite smells. So
0: Jared Leto or Lead Pencil?
5: Um, gonna have to say the pencil.
0: Are you not a Jared Leto fan?
5: No, I am. I just feel like the lead pencil would probably be more
0: um useful to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jared Leto. Yeah, I'm Jared. Googling him.
0: He's the. He's didn't he play Morbius? I didn't watch the movie. What else is he in that he's like he's real popular for? He's fight Club, Dallas Buyers Club.
2: Wait, who is he in Fight Club? Fight club, he is.
0: Fight club. He is. He's the. He's one of the Fight Club people. Oh, he's the. Is he the blonde? In the that? blonde no. guy. Yeah. Oh, he looks so weird in that.
2: He's in he's, Suicide Squad, House of Gucci. Yeah, uh, I know. He's, I mean, he's big. I just. I feel like I've never seen him before in my life. Looking at these pictures.
5: I love it. I love Jared Leto. But you know, if I'm like, if I have to choose between the two, I mean, like. The lead pencil is probably more a tool I can use. Not not calling Jared Leto a tool on your podcast. <laughs> well,
0: how about this one? Which do you loathe more, Jared Fogle or Jared Kushner?
5: Ooh. Um. Who's Jared Fogle again? Oh, he's ja- Subway. He's Subway. <laughs> Subway. I was going to say,
0: <laughs> Oh man.
2: What was the other one you said?
0: Jared Kushner. That's, um, oh, uh, he's
2: Trump's kid or
0: something. Yeah. He's, he's married to, uh, whatever
2: um,
0: her name is. Oh,
2: yeah. Those are bad.
0: I know.
5: I'm going to have to go with probably Kushner, just purely on the fact that, you know, the whole kids thing. Um, but, oh, did
2: he also rape kids? Did <laughs> the other one raped kids? I think, no,
5: no so, he, just put, he just put them in cages. But,
0: um, oh, that's oh. right. That's right. He put them in cages. Uh, Subway, uh, um, oh allegedly. No,
2: them, he's a person. Not, prison, not allegedly.
0: Like, oh, he, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, and and so far, um, we've covered all the Jareds that I get when people, um, <laughs> unless some, well, one of you have to sing the, it can only be Jared. <laughs> and then we will have covered all of the Jareds. And uh, there is a hockey player named Jared Knight.
0: Oh.
2: That's where we're the same. Because there's a, what is he, a footballer? Adrian type?
0: Peterson? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That carries mild maiden name.
0: Yep. Really?
2: My OG name.
0: Yeah, he played for the Minnesota Vikings.
5: Your rapper name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so we did cover the Jareds, but what about Gladys Knight or Knight of the Living Dead?
5: Another hard one. Oh, and how amazing would it be if those two things were together?
0: Um, (laughs) It would be pretty awesome. Gladys Knight of the Living Dead.
5: (laughs) I'm going to probably say uh, Gladys Knight.
0: Ooh, look at you.
5: Because um, Knight of the Living Dead, like, it's a cult favorite, but it's not – my favorite zombie movie, okay. I know that there's a lot of like historical like elements around it and Gladys Knight is iconic. So like, what, you
2: is, your, what is your favorite zombie movie?
5: His favorite zombie movie would probably have to be um, 28 Days Later.
0: Oh, yeah, that's on my list, but we'll get to the lists in a little bit.
5: Oh, man, that was... <laughs> So. yeah
0: we we put together lists and i and jared and i were texting and i was saying i i'm pretty sure adrian has a list too or or, or she was struggling mm-hmm. with yeah, one yeah. but our i think our struggles were different i think jared and i struggled because it was hard to eliminate uh ones and i'm imagining yours was a struggle because it was hard for you to find ones that you liked, <laughs> Adrian.
2: it was hard for me to remember any movie <laughs> i've ever watched
0: you did a list too adrian
2: of course
5: Oh, I cannot wait. No. I cannot wait.
0: <laughs> People love lists. I know I love lists and a horror movie list. Like, you can't go wrong with that, right?
2: You never told me horror movie. Well,
0: or monster movie or Halloween or whatever.
2: Like, spooky you said, movie. You said scary movie. Oh, yeah,
0: that's fine. That's the same. Okay. Yeah.
2: Uh,
5: is Patch Adams on your list, Adrian? <laughs> I don't know. She
2: doesn't I've even know what that. that is. I don't know what it is.
0: But
5: I was thinking about when I was doing it, I was like thinking about lists and I was like, like you there's so many horror movie lists you, like the 10 best like horror movie deaths the 10 like 10 worst horror movies i could do that list and like no like nothing like there's so many different lists you could do when it comes around like horror movies sci-fi movies all that kind of stuff
0: well we'll get back to that because that's what we're going to focus on after we uh, bang out the few things because horror movies are awesome and this is Technically, our Halloween episode. Um, what about uh, Fright Night or Prom Night? Fright Night. Do you? Yeah, I, that's a really good one. But have you seen Prom Night? I have. Yeah, it's not great, but it is. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah, she's great.
5: She is great, and like I think, isn't Prom Night like one of her first movies?
0: It's not the first, but it is one of the early, early ones. Yeah.
2: Nineteen eighty.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, but Fright Night is like that, I remember being young and like going to like the video store that was by our house, which was just this like junky little like video store. And I still remember the box of like the face over the house and being like, mom, can I, and she's like, absolutely not until I was old enough to make the choice myself. But how um, how
0: old did you say you were?
5: (laughs) I was young. Yeah, I, I probably was like ten.
0: Did would your mom did you was your mom okay with you watching horror movies and stuff when you're younger?
5: Uh, like once she found that I was, that was like pretty much what I was like into. She was, and I was really obsessed with the Universal uh, horror movies, like the black and white old horror movies, like the Bela Lugosi's Dracula, Boris Korloff's Frankenstein. Lon Chaney, all of that. I was super into that. And when she saw just kind of how obsessed I was with it, she just kind of let the rain Dave go.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm excited to hear your list now. I didn't realize you were into the old classics, but that doesn't mean your list has to have those on there, but I am interested to hear it. Uh, what about Nick at Night or Night at the Museum? <laughs> hmm. Nick at Night.
2: Yeah, does that still exist? It
0: doesn't anymore. But it was like uh, Nickel Nickelodeon at night. It was like all the old shows. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they started showing a little more not classy. Yeah, R
2: fifty four. Yeah, all of those. Yeah, that was the only show. That was the only TV station on in our house.
0: Nick at night or Nickelodeon? I mean,
2: no, I mean after five o'clock. Yeah, yeah.
5: I remember Nick at night like. Yeah, 'cause because you would sit there and be watching it, and then all of a sudden it would be like, um, like K or a P Cincinnati or whatever, and
2: uh, you'd be
1: uh, like, "What is this?"
2: You were old. You were younger then, because they didn't get these ones on until I was a lot older.
0: Oh, really? Well, yeah. There... Cause they were
2: all the black and whites, May like uh, the honeymooners. Um, yeah, the whistling guy. <laughs>
0: The whistling guy. The whistling guy. <laughs> the whistling guy.
2: That's one. Andy Griffin. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. <laughs> Jared knows them though. Were they what was the show where they poured the green? If you said I don't know, they would pour the green. You goop. can't
2: do this on television. Oh yeah.
0: Were you was that too old for you, Jared? You can't do nope, that on television? No, I was
5: super into that. I loved that um, show. <laughs> I did too. I did too. And like how bad did you want to get slimed?
0: I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't have cable, so I could only watch that at my friend's house. Yeah,
5: shit. What about Kids Incorporated?
0: Oh, I, I, I think I was over, too old for that.
2: I think I watched that.
5: K, K- I. They just K- spell it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I don't and, have did, any. I and didn't they? List.
5: And didn't they do like the like the letters with their bodies?
2: Probably. Or without a fever dream. That must have dream? been the whole show
0: because that's.
2: The that was only a fever dream. <laughs> what? Why? Why do you
0: make art? <laughs> a compulsion. No, we should get that though. We should get that on record because we were. I was trying to explain your work and and but it's just better for you to uh, explain to people why 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 do you make art? I know it's kind of a broad stroke question, but.
5: Well, and I think Adrian actually answered it for me. I think it's very, it's, it's, it's a compulsion. Um, If you talk to anybody who know who's known me, you know, my whole life, like anybody in my family, you know, they will tell you that that's anytime I got a piece of paper or anything like that's immediately what I would start doing. All of my assignments from when I was in school are just like covered in doodles. And, I would find like, you know, a a screenshot of like a movie and I would sit and draw over and over and over and over and try to, you know, replicate it. I just, and I never really thought anything about it. It was never even something I really was like dedicated to. It was just something I did. Um, And then as I got older and got into high school and started meeting different teachers and people who saw what I was doing and I got to kind of express my ideas, I got a lot of encouragement and that's what kind of made me go, okay, well, maybe I'll try this. And um, and then it was, I just got real excited to learn, like I could have ideas and I could implement them without needing anybody's help. Um, I could do it and make, uh, I could, I could just basically print right from my mind. And that just kind of became what I did. You know, I tell people all the time, like even if like I never showed my art to anybody, which, you know, for a lot of years I didn't, I would still do it. I would just be sitting in my house, like alone doing it. And that's just something, it's almost religious to me. It's it's a very big part of who I am. It's very part of my identity. And that is when I am the most content.
0: And- The creating?
5: when I'm creating and what
0: about when you're thinking, when you're just, when you're um, contemplating is that, are you con are you always contemplating? Is your brain always thinking in creative mode? Are you all, is everything you see uh, feel like, um Oh, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a picture or that's something or are your observations always on that level?
5: Uh, not all, not everything, but I definitely like, but I don't, I don't sit around and like, think of an idea of what to do. It's like, it will happen. Um,
0: when you're working on something, do you work from, um, outwardly or is it subconscious based or how do you get to a piece?
5: Mostly I'll just be playing around, like just doing like study work or whatnot. And I'll just be playing around and I'll catch something that, you know, will come back later or fit into a, a certain motif or even like different styles, different materials, different colors. And, um, you know, that's kind of fun because then you start kind of putting things in categories of like what fits with what and what, um, what produces a kind of feeling when you look at it, when you combine certain things or certain imageries or different colors together. And so it really, that's where the subconscious part comes out. But usually, when it comes to like an actual piece or a painting, i it's something that happened, something I read, something I saw, um something I felt, and um I like to get it out of me, I have to like regurgitate it out into something.
0: so when you're gonna when you're gonna do a piece uh when you're gonna do like something specific that you want to you know come, come get this out of you you'll approach it with uh, something that you want to say in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. It's very, it's very different from, from my process. So it's interesting to hear.
5: Which shocks me because it's like so much of your work just seems so like, like deliberate. Like you selected these things, you wanted to put them together to sit, think that you sit down and you just kind of sketch that out just all in one lump. It's,
0: well, I think it's just figuring itself out up in here and then as it's coming onto the paper, I'm still trying to figure it out. I often will pretend like I know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I <laughs> but my artwork and myself, I'm I'm really just fumbling around trying to think like, "Oh, this feels good to me. I'll go with this." That's how my opinions are based. That's how I've existed my whole life. So, anyway,
5: I found I like a good example is like I was um I was reading and I found, I learned about these beetles, right? And there's, there's the, I think they're like these dung beetles in Africa. And the female will, the female beetle will go to the very top of like the highest thing that she can crawl on, like a stick or, or, uh, a, like a, a tree branch or something. And then um when she gets up there, she makes a sound and all of the male beetle beetles crawl up the tree and basically play king of the mountain to try to get to the top, get to the top. And whoever gets to the top gets to mate with the female beetle. And I was reading this and I'm like, this is exactly what dating is like in 2022. <laughs> and it's like... um putting yourself on a pedestal and then bringing your standards up and making people fight and whoever can get to that standard ends up winning the prize. And so it's stuff like that, that I'm just like, this can be interpreted in a different way with different imagery, but communicate kind of the same message. Um, And so that's usually how I come up with ideas or or things that I want to do.
0: Well, I, I like to hear other people's processes. We never really get to do that. Wow. Well what uh, hey cereal or oatmeal? <laughs> well,
5: what cereal or just in general? In general. I'm going to go with oatmeal.
0: Oh wow, really? Are you not into cereal all that much?
5: No, I'm I'm really not. But like, you know, I won't hate on a little Count Chocula or Booberry.
0: Oh, if so, if you do go cereal, it's got to be one of the sugar it's ones. Halloween, or Halloween. Course, <laughs> of course,
5: right? Um, yeah, like I don't really drink milk, so that kind of messes cereal up for you. But with Count yeah. Chocula, it was always like chocolate milk, right? Yeah,
0: that's basically what you get, <laughs> right? So,
5: and I could do, and I can do chocolate milk, but like regular milk, um, that's. A little too satanic for me.
0: <laughs> uh what about Elvira or Vampira?
5: Ooh, I'm gonna say Elvira.
0: Yeah, she was better. Do you know because who Vampira was though?
5: I do. Yeah. And I actually there was a GoFundMe um for her gravestone oh. in the Hollywood Cemetery.
2: You're kidding.
5: No. Um one of my friends was um helping with this uh GoFundMe because apparently, you know, she. She pretty much died penniless,
0: nothing. Yeah. yeah,
5: And so they wanted to get her like a real official like headstone for the icon that she is. But I have to pick Elvira, especially just because of um, her recently coming out. That was, I think, to oh, everyone.
0: I didn't even know. Yep. Oh, maybe I did see a headline. That is like really, really recent, right? Mm-hmm. Just oh, bit, well, like, good for just her.
5: Barely. I know. I was like, who knew?
0: It's kind of surprising. I guess it didn't... But it's not shock. I mean, it's not shocking at all. Or is it?
5: It kind of is. Oh, is it? Well, I kind of feel like Elvira was like... Was kind of created as like... The... like a male like thing yeah a sex symbol but then but then you like listen to her talk about it and she's like it's camp you know and i think elvira does like encapsulate what camp is you know yeah
1: it's
5: fun and sexy and silly and i yeah i am a huge elvira fan
0: yeah she's pretty awesome i had a poster of her in my room too but it was a poster (laughs) i mean but it came out of a it was came out of a Fangora magazine. It was a, a like a fold out poster and I hung all that stuff up. I think it was her and Jason Voorhees in it. Oh nice. What's the best scary game to play as a kid?
5: Um scary game to play as a kid?
0: Yeah, like uh you know like um Bloody Mary or you know one of like that thing. What were those games? I don't I don't remember or a whole lot of Bloody, them.
5: Bloody Bloody Mary for sure. What, are, what were
0: you. the rules of Bloody Mary?
5: I don't think there were any. I think you just had to throw water on the mirror and say, turn off the light and say Bloody Mary three times.
0: Yeah, see, everyone's version of it is a different. I don't know. I never heard anything about throwing water on the mirror. Yeah, I never did that. Well, what else would happen? What, you just go in there and say Bloody Mary three times?
5: Totally. Yeah, and then, and then like, she would, like, appear in the mirror. I don't know. Now that you mention it, like, I don't really remember there was, like, any really, like, expectation after that, which is kind of dark. But, like, you just expect, like, you're like, well, when she shows up, we'll see what happens.
0: I got to be honest, I don't think I ever dared to do it. (laughs) Adrian, go in the bathroom right now and do it. No, (laughs) i
2: was terrified. I think what we did is we... Said it three times and then turned around and faced the mirror. And then you kind of see, cause it's dark. You kind of see your reflection, but your eyes haven't quite adjusted. So you look weird. And so then you see her, oh. but it's really, you see yourself.
0: Well, maybe you really something. were seeing her. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know. W- what about light as a board's light is a light as a feather, stiff as a board. Did you ever do that one?
5: I did light as a feather, stiff as a board. And like, that like i never got anything out of that
0: but adrian you guys did it a lot or something didn't you we or?
2: did it in junior high at like sleepovers
0: the only thing i the only reason i know of it i didn't it was, was because of the movie the craft
2: <laughs> oh but, i feel like it worked what that's not possible i don't know there was a lot of us girls
0: yeah that, that, it was well,
2: creepy yeah you
0: know, i don't know i, I what were the rules were there rules to it what was that
2: no, you just say the same thing over and over. You use two fingers.
0: But when you say and it worked, what worked? What happened? I feel I don't like know. we you lifted floating? her up. I don't oh. know. You... Like how
2: high? I don't remember.
0: How? Yeah, how high exactly? How high were you guys? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I felt like it worked. I think you had to close your eyes, though. So it might have been another mental
0: Yeah, when you're game. saying it, probably.
2: Maybe you get exhausted from the lack of oxygen and in your like, brain. Woo, I don't know.
0: Hey, if your if if your if your house, God forbid, knock on wood. But like, if for wherever if it was burning down and you only had you could only grab like three things. What what three things would you grab?
1: Mm. Uh,
5: this mid-century modern lamp that I got at a thrift store. Um, which is like one of my favorite possessions. Um, I just love that lamp. I don't know why it's just, I, I'm, I'm very attached to it. Um, probably my computer as boring as that is, that, you know,
0: yeah, I mean, everything's there. on there probably.
5: And, um,
0: Oh, you don't have any animals. Yeah. Well, what, not about alive. <laughs> what about that plant? What about that plant?
5: That plant's probably what's going to burn down my house after I like p- pruned it beyond repair. But um, I would probably take like some, I have some old jewelry of my grandma's that I would take, but I mean, more than anything, I would just be like looking for that insurance check.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like it's, there's not a whole lot of possessions you're way attached to.
5: No, which is weird because I'm a very materialistic person. I will be the first to admit it. I love stuff. I love buying things. I like, it. which I think as an artist is kind of comes with the territory. Is it?
0: Is that what it is? Because I fucking love buying shit.
5: Oh, no. I am like one emotional trauma away from being a hoarder for sure.
3: <laughs> but
5: like, I just feel like, you know, if it's all on fire, it's like, well, you know, hey, I got out.
0: Yeah. Oh you well you 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 you're, 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 you're going to do the um at least I'm alive. <laughs> what would you take? Me? With
2: all your stuff.
0: i will go down with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd yeah. make sure you got you and the kids were safe and out and the well, cat. if we
2: weren't even there. You had to grab three <sighs> t-
0: hard drives. Hard drives cuz all my art all my past artwork everything. That's it. Uh, I really just got to be hard drives. Everything else I would be it would be horrible. I have so much shit. That I'm attached to but I'm not that I I mean you know Sometimes I'll save a wine bottle just because It looked cool
5: (laughs) That's exactly What I'm saying but with all the work that you've Done on your house like if it was burning Down I can see why you're like I'm gonna go down with the ship like I Absolutely Yeah
0: Yeah, I even hate talking about Houses burning But you know what what, well you know it doesn't Matter we have a friend whose house Burnt down twice (laughs) What?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Time to move. I know.
0: (laughs) We got 15 more minutes on this. Let's do um. Let's do our lists. How how does that sound?
5: All right. All right. So
0: here's the deal. We did top 10 favorite lists. Oh, before we do that though, Alien or Predator? Alien. Oh yeah. Cool.
5: Because of Giger.
0: Yeah. Uh, are are you afraid of death? <laughs> no. What are you afraid of?
5: Um, usually like ignorant people, um, acid wash jeans. Um.
0: <laughs> hey, when you say afraid of ignorant people, are you uh, uh, is it do you, is your fear of your personal interaction with them or just ignorant people in general?
5: I think just ignorant people in general. I mean, there's just a lot of people in the world that are ignorant and like narcissistic or, you know, and you know, like do you ever just like drive on the freeway and you're like, man, like someone could be doing something that is like a real bad, you know, texting or like curling their hair or shaving, you know, like you see all kinds of crazy stuff and you're like, that person could just like end me out like forever. And so, you know, I just, that that's the kind of stuff I worry about. I mean, when it comes to, when it comes to death, there's like, I, I heard this like quote once and it really just like struck me, but they said that anything as universal as death has got to be a blessing. You know, we celebrate birth and we think, you know, when someone has a baby, we're like, it's such a beautiful like thing and congratulations. And it's such a wonderful, like beginning to a story and a journey, but with death, I mean, it almost is like the only thing you can compare death to is birth. It's painful. It's, uh, it's messy. It's not pretty. Um, and you know, it's, it's a cycle. And so oh. I don't, I don't know. I don't, you're not religious at all, bad. right? No,
0: no. Yeah. You just meet. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I, It is the one thing we all do. We're all born and we all die. There is beauty in death, I guess. What about you, Adrian? Which, which was harder for you, giving birth or uh, being, or or having some, or being, uh, or like someone close to you dying?
2: It was easier for me to be born than it was for me to give birth.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe not, though. You just don't have the memory of it. All right, let's let's get into these. Uh, let's get into this list. How should we do this? Should we should we go like, I know they're not going to be top ten, but should we go like every uh, each one of us gives w- their one?
5: Yeah, everybody does ten, and then we do nine, and then we do okay. eight. Okay,
0: all right. Okay. But before we go into ours, let's hear what um, Slug from Atmosphere he called in and gave us his top ten.
8: Oh, let's okay. hear what
0: let's hear what his top ten horror movies are.
8: Yo, what's up? This is Slug from Atmosphere. And I'm going to give you my top 10 Halloween movies. Movies to watch on Halloween. Fuck you up. Okay? (laughs) Number 10, The Exorcist. Number 9, The Terrifier. Number 8, The Shining. Number 7, 28 Days Later. Number 6, Battle Royale. Number 5, Gates of Hell. Number four, American Werewolf in London. Number three, Reanimator. Number two, Phantasm. And number one, Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luanda <laughs>
0: Man, I'm glad he put Reanimator on there because I I had oh, a hard time keeping Reanimator off of my list because I love that movie. All right, let's go. Let's start with let's um, let's cruise through these, jared what let's start with your first
1: so before just
5: because uh, this might be controversial, but like, I just want to say, like, if you ask me what this top ten list is tomorrow, it might be different, but like these are the movies that I felt they're not maybe the scariest, but they're the ones that I felt like had the biggest had some of the biggest impacts on me.
0: Oh, okay. okay, okay.
5: So number ten, rolling in at number ten. The Craft. Whoa. The Craft came out when I was in high school and I was a bullied little queer kid. And so like I wanted everybody's hair to fall out. <laughs> I wanted to make snakes come out of people's clothes. Like I like that movie, I think, gave a lot of strength to a lot of marginalized kids. Um, oh, you think so? Oh, that's oh, cool. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I percent that movie. I love it. Still to this day, such a good movie.
0: Cool. Cool. (laughs) The Craft. I'm glad that that made your list. It would have never made mine. Oh, shit. I just had one that came up that needs to be on my list. Shit. Shit. I was thinking Serpent in the Rainbow. I I loved that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but that one's being buried alive. Oh, it's really good. Okay. What about you, Adrian? Let's go. What do you got?
2: Um, The first one I thought of, because you asked me to do my top 10 scary movies so mm-hmm. these are ones that i felt like scared me and this is probably all from the 80s because
0: that's the only time you were able to watch them Because i didn't watch them <laughs> after that well
2: the first one that came to mind was planet of the apes
0: oh yeah, yeah but that's good that was creepy that was yeah that's big a good time big time
5: and it was I an old one
2: not. and it was all blue and that weirded me out why everything in that movie was blue and then these, you know, ape people.
5: Well, and the like, and the like, ape faces. Like, yeah, the they were creepy because with the like human eye, and then that face, like, oh yeah, yeah,
7: yeah.
2: I don't know. I never I actually didn't... sat and watched those old ones. They were too creepy for me, so I ran out of the room. Not
0: the Charlton the ones. I we used to have
2: the one, those ones, the blue ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We used to watch those on. Uh, wait, you, are you, you're talking about the old one though, you right, Adrian? Them, like, yeah, seventies yeah. or eighties. Yeah, we used to watch ours on eight millimeter film on our projector. We got, you have to switch the reel out. And all right, I'm gonna come with my tenth. Okay, so what what do we do if we have the uh, shared one? Oh, I guess it doesn't matter because oh, sometimes they do an elimination thing. But yeah, again, we'll be here all fucking night long if we do that. My my number ten is Silence of the Lambs. Oh yes. <clears throat> Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, and I, I don't even need to do any commentary on that because it's fucking great and everyone knows it's on best a top
5: movie. List. One of the best movies ever made, yeah.
0: All right, let's go. Let's move in. Let's move into number nine.
5: Number nine. Okay, this is a deep cut. Um, The
0: People Under the Stairs.
5: Oh, oh
7: do, I remember do you
5: that? remember that?
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that in a long time
5: with the with and like the the. Husband and the wife, the husband with the crazy gimp mask, and then the like, the like helpful little like weird guy that was like stuck in the walls.
1: Are
0: you talking about the original People Under the Stairs? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's Wes Craven. Yes, it is a Wes Craven. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, People Under Stairs. Maybe that's one that I'll watch with my daughter before Halloween comes across. All right, Adrian. What about you? Number nine.
2: The next one that came to mind was The Exorcist. Oh yeah, oh. That's <laughs> the scariest. That was scary.
0: Yeah, I didn't really that one didn't bother me at all because I was never do you do you think you have to be religious to for that one to be scary?
2: I'm not a religious I've never really been religious, but I do believe like in in spirit things. Right. So do you have to believe in that stuff for that one to be scary? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
5: I I think that like I like in my experience, people who have like are like especially Catholic, like those movies really affect you. Like it's kind of connecting to something that's like maybe laying dormant in you. And it really just kind of pushes that because the rest of us, like, I mean, a lot of people when I saw it were like laughing, but like,
0: (laughs) well, that's why I'm saying maybe it was maybe it was like a growing up Catholic. Maybe I don't know. I went
2: to midnight mass. That was as Catholic as I was, for yeah, the but you did, time. but you
0: did go, so there was a lot of that the crucifix and all that stuff wasn't part of
2: really the whole thing I did I mean, I didn't know what the hell anybody was saying the whole time it was stand up, <laughs> kneel down, stand up, sit down, and then I was just looking at the stained glass windows most of the time, so I didn't like they're speaking Latin, you don't, yeah, once a year you don't know what's going on,
1: <laughs> yeah. You go for
5: the tree.
2: But yeah, I will say that probably having the... the, I don't even remember if the priest couldn't even help the girl or if he got it out of her.
0: Um, Oh, an exorcist.
2: Oh, that's right. She puked it. (laughs) If he didn't get it out of her, I guess that would be extra terrifying.
5: No, he takes the spirit and then throws himself out the window. Oh.
0: (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) Okay, my number nine. Is The Hills Have Eyes. It's one of my Ooh. most favorite movies. The original one. I come Ooh. back for you later, Gilly. I fucking <laughs> love that movie. It's one of my all-time favorite. I, I think that would probably be even higher than than, than 9, but that's where I'm at. All that right, Jerry,
5: movie, let's go with you. Jarring. My number 8 is, of course, The Grand Marshal, It. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry's It. That movie did something to my psyche that I think I'm still reeling with today, but in a good way. Sure. Um, Love that movie.
0: Do you like the new ones?
5: I love the new ones. I think the new ones are really, really good. And I think the new ones also are like a lot more, a lot closer to the book, but, and, and of course, special effects, like they really now can do a lot more than they could back then. But Tim Curry's Pennywise, the clown is so visceral. And I know tons of people i mean like he wiped out like scores of children in that as that character i mean real impressive stuff like lots of kids are traumatized because and of that's him. why yeah. the
2: clown is scary i think
5: right like i really think that he kind of owns that and i mean i respect that
0: yeah yeah he that, that's a good one I didn't care for the new ones, but I'm kind of a stubborn old fool. <laughs> uh, Adrian, what about your? Where are we at? Number eight,
2: ten, nine, eight. Yeah. Uh,
0: What's
2: well, your number um, eight? Sybil. Ooh. That one.
0: Very psychological.
2: Yeah. The the girl had like all these personalities, and I think it created a whole
0: mass hysteria.
2: Yes. Because then after that, like all these women were going to. Therapists with like multiple personalities
5: it became a a cultural phenomenon. Like even to this day, people will be like, "Knock it off, Sybil. Yeah,
0: that me one up. messed me up. Well, oh, that's good, good, good. I like that you had one that uh...
2: messed me up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. I, you, I know what I'm gonna do because I have honorable mentions. So I'm not going to use those. Instead, I'll switch out ones that were said because since Slug said The Shining, because that was where I was going to do number eight, I'm going to throw in. I'm I'm replacing it with one of these honorable mentions. So I'm going to go with Death Proof.
5: Death Proof. Yeah, oh, that's Tarantino's.
0: Yeah, the Tarantino, car. Yeah. I fucking love that.
5: <laughs> I haven't seen that actually. Oh, it's
0: so good. It's so it's so well done. Um, uh, Robert Rodriguez is. Uh, Planet Terror part right. that one is, you know whatever I could live with or without it but that Death Proof is so good and Kurt Russell's fantastic in it it's really well done so that one's mine check that one out let's go into uh, your number uh, your number seven
5: okay so this one um, I just this one was like one of the most in, in like creative movies I think ever um, The Cabin in the Woods
8: Oh, yeah,
0: I heard. I haven't seen it. (laughs) You haven't? No, but I hear it's on people's lists.
5: Okay, well, I'm not going to ruin it because this one is like a huge spoiler alert. Like, you could really mess the whole thing up with a spoiler, but I'm telling you, it is... What I'll say, it's just like, they took a really traditional premise and built something off of it that is just, like, so creative. And I... I had so much fun watching.
0: Well, it. since that one's on your top ten, then that means that's one that I sh- we we have to see. It's worth yeah. it. Okay, then, then I will look at because it's all it always pops up on my screen. I'm like ah, uh, I uh, maybe I'll see that. Maybe I won't. But yeah, okay. Well, listen that that um that was your number seven, Cabin in the Woods, right? So, Cast One from Strange Famous Records, he sent in uh, his his list. Let's hear. All right, let's hear what Cast One had to say for his top ten.
3: Top ten. This is not in any order um, because that would put me in um, put me in a position to defend myself, which I don't want to (laughs) do. Killer clowns from outer space. Yes. Monster Squad.
1: Yes.
3: Ernest, scared stupid. (laughs) Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nightmare on Elm Street. This one's going to cause some. A stir, but my favorite of the Friday the 13th is the worst one, which is Jason Takes Manhattan. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods will probably get me some uh, hatred, too, but I think it's a—it's uh, probably a perfect horror movie. I love it. Uh, the Shining, Nightmare Before Christmas, and the best campy movie of all time.
5: Troll two. <gasps> it's it's gonna kill her and then kill me. I love troll
0: two. <laughs> All right, so that was your your seven was Cabin in the woods. Adrian, what's your uh, seven?
2: Mommy Dearest.
0: Oh,
5: oh nice. Was... I I always watch Mommy Dearest on
0: Mother's Day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a Halloween one, but it was another it one. It works. It works.
0: Okay, I'm going to go with my number seven, and my number seven is The Witch. <gasps> yeah, I love that movie so much. It's so well done. I, I was going to try to stick to just old ones, but I think that's what my honorable mentions are.
5: I think that The Witch is like one of the most, like, I think it stands the rank of like one of the best four movies ever made.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic.
5: It was really an epic movie.
0: Did you see that one, Adrian? Mm -mm. I think you would really like that one, actually.
5: So I have to say, like, when I saw that movie, I saw it in the theater, but it was like on Tuesday on that like half price movie night. So the movie theater is just packed of oh, yeah. making out 14 year
3: olds
5: growing <laughs> popcorn being rowdy and everyone's crazy right and i'm like i'm just here to see the, the movie and then um the movie starts and we watch the movie and when the movie was over everybody left the theater quietly in single file lines like they had all just been molested and i was <laughs> like this is the best movie ever made
0: yeah that's a good way to describe that because i definitely it definitely makes you feel uneasy
5: especially the end it does not leave you in a happy place
0: no no all right we're into we're in we're heading into number six right okay hey jared number six the lost boys oh
2: yeah that is a favorite for for me
0: yeah that's a great
5: movie
2: never scared of it though
5: not scare it's not scary but it's like it's got that like it's got the spooky element there it's just got a whole vibe that movie's just got a theme and it's it still stands it Mm -hmm. feels so great
0: yeah i think
2: we watched it two years ago or last year last year with our our kids kids and it is just still great And
0: and they liked it yeah it still holds up all right good choice adrian
2: uh my sixth is poltergeist Oh, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's on my list, so I'll, I'll eliminate that. Good choice. I think that's a really good movie.
2: Step into the light, Caroline. Caroline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good choice, Poltergeist. So that eliminates more of mine, which I, which I like, because then I can pull from my, my honorables. Uh, my number. What are we on, number six? Yeah. This is kind of going to be... Number five. Or I'm in my six, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be kind of cheating, but I'm just going to go with the Evil Dead trilogy, Evil Dead 1, 2, and Army of Darkness army of darkness this is so good yeah it's my one of my all-time favorites
2: do you want another list from
0: yeah should we play thing? okay yeah let's okay before we go into jared's fifth let's hear um alexander brown oh his is quick here's here, alexander brown's top 10
6: all right so if i had to pick a top 10 halloween movie list it would probably be hocus pocus nightmare before christmas Ernest Scared Stupid, Beetlejuice, Casper, Ghostbusters, Edward Hands, Adam's Family, The Exorcist, and The Witch. Hey! I
0: What was... Th- he, he that
2: cruised. was his Halloween list. Oh, he yeah. just
0: went... Yeah, because he cruised... But there was one in there that was... Beetlejuice... No, there was and one...
5: Until he got to the last two, I was all, somebody's parents didn't let
0: them... <laughs> yeah! ...and rated <laughs> <laughs> our
3: movie.
7: <laughs>
0: Yeah, what, oh, man, there was one in there. Because, yeah, didn't he start with Hocus Pocus? All great movies. All, oh, Casper. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, all right, I'll take it. That's cool. Thanks, Alexander Brown. Uh, all right, let's go into uh, uh, Jared's fifth.
5: Okay, so since we're canceling out ones that ta- we took from each other, you took my witch, so I am raising you um, a leprechaun. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry. It's good. It's like Jennifer Aniston's first movie. Warwick Davis, is, everybody thinks his greatest performance is in Willow, and I disagree. I think <laughs> Leprechaun is really where he... Uh,
0: I mean, that friend. is what gave him his, his um, fame. <laughs>
5: he, I'm sure he has a lot of real estate that he owes to the Leprechaun franchise.
0: Yeah, did he end up playing? Did he end up playing Leprechaun in all the the the, uh, the uh, sequels or
5: all the ones I saw all yeah. the way up to Leprechaun in Space?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't even seen i have I haven't seen that Leprechaun for probably since it came out when it was like I think probably nineteen eighty four. It's worth it. It's right. really campy. It's worth going back and checking. Then you're saying, or are you just saying it's great from back then.
5: No, it's it's worth checking out. Okay. You'll
0: have a good laugh. I'll go back to it then. All right, Adrian, your 5th.
2: My 5th was Howard the Duck.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs>
5: Whatever you is, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> Our kids I think wasn't soul or someone think was they terrified were, they of were the, also afraid of yeah, it. Yeah, that it was, end scene when he goes all weird. The doctor or the Yeah. yeah. The, the princip- whole
2: the whole movie's kind of like, what? What
0: do you. I love duck that. I was like
2: so into this human lady.
0: Yeah, that's like, the, yeah, well, it was weird because there's a, well, because there was a, there's a full on sex, there's a duck on, duck on woman sex scene. <laughs> I
5: didn't really ever think about that, but you're right.
0: There oh, is.
2: <laughs> so crazy. But I, oh, I wow. think I didn't notice that until I was a parent. Yeah. Watching it with my kids going, oh my, oh God, God, my God, this is duck's <laughs> about to have
0: sex with, with, um, uh, McFly's wife. Do you Um, think she's
5: a real baby or eggs?
2: (laughs) Well, she already has eggs.
5: (laughs) Yeah,
0: they're just. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right. That's five, right? Here's my number five. Because that's what we're at, right? My number five is Maximum Overdrive. I fucking love the movie. We just watched it. It's um uh, Amelia Westavez. And it's a Stephen King it's Stephen King directed it. it's a Stephen King movie. It's really campy, it's really mm. shitty, but it's really good. So, yeah, that's uh that's one that I suggest people check out. Uh, I, and you're going to hate it, but it's so good.
2: That love one? to you hate it. just that. watch with the trucks.
0: Yeah, where the trucks oh <laughs> where <my laughs> they get gosh. stuck in the truck stop.
2: <laughs>
7: that it's was so great.
5: Awful. <laughs> no, it's so that great. That was
2: so bad.
5: <laughs> Maximum over I fell
2: asleep. I was like, okay. <laughs> I get it. There's trucks going in circles. (laughs) (laughs) NASCAR.
0: No. (laughs) All right. Let's go. Jared, you're fourth.
5: I am surprised that nobody has picked this yet, but um, Hereditary. Ari Astor is the next Alfred Hitchcock and he did Hereditary and Midsummer. And I love his horror movies because there's no it's not like jump scares. He will just sit and just Disturb you for like an hour and a half, and you're just like in this like trauma spiral. And then he's like, and scene,
1: <laughs> and movie's
5: over. It. Yeah, enjoy ready. the rest of your life. <laughs> you will shit your pants
2: watching that. <laughs> All, All right, at least I'll poop. <laughs> <laughs> at least. Thank you, Ari
5: Aster. <laughs>
0: All right, Adrian, let's go into your uh, four.
2: My next one was Fright Night.
0: Oh, yeah. Good, <gasps> I great that movie. that It's a really good one. Yeah, Fright Night's a great movie. Sorry, I yelled into the microphone. I don't
2: know if that holds up anymore, though. It does.
0: I mean, kind of. Yeah, it's good. I just watched it three nights ago or just started to watch it and then fell asleep, only because I was super tired. It's a good one.
5: And the remake is really good, too. I liked it. Oh, I oh. haven't
0: seen the remake. By Colin Farrell? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, it's good, 20.
2: I like that. I would maybe okay. watch that. I didn't mention, I don't have on my list that new one, the new vampire movie, but I thought that was really good. Which one? With
0: Twilight. Twilight.
5: <laughs> no, the one with
2: Jamie Foxx. Oh,
0: that was a good movie on uh, Netflix. It
2: wasn't scary. Oh, yeah. yeah.
5: With Snoop
0: Dogg. List, it was good. It's yeah. Snoop Dogg and, and, and Jamie Foxx. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah, it's a good one. You didn't like it's it? It's fun.
5: No, I did. I really liked it.
0: Let me go into my fourth yes. Um, and since it already got used, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna bring in an honorable mention because it was gonna be Nightmare on Elm Street. So I'm gonna go with Jacob's Ladder.
5: Oh, so good!
0: It's one of my favorites. So yeah, I'm glad I got to throw Jacob's Ladder in there. Thank you, everyone. Go watch it. It's a good one. It's really good. Yeah, let's go into. Uh, let's. Oh, Sage Francis. Sage Francis has left. Given us. Given us. Has given us. Gave us. Put together a list let's hear what sage let's hear what sage had to say
8: hey Ty sage Francis here not much of a horror movie buff uh, really don't enjoy gore or uh, the pop out of nowhere scare you boo type horror movies but um so I was scared I wouldn't have a, a list for you big enough and then the more I thought about it the more I realized I have seen a lot of horror especially the classics and um, that's a lot of what other people will probably mention so it's like movies that legit spooked me as a kid were mostly psychological uh, thrillers like the shining texas chainsaw massacre nightmare on elm street the exorcist children of the corn the omen poltergeist body snatchers sandman the hills have eyes and it's all those are all like 80s late 70s classics um maybe a couple are a little earlier than that So let me focus on five that are that came out in my adult life that spooked me or I was fascinated by. Um, I think the obvious choice is Get Out, that is a brilliant movie that, um, just surpasses any expectations of what I would have for any type of film, not just horror, but completely brilliant movie. Um, that's funny and scary and psychologically twisted. And yeah. So th- I think that's an obvious choice. Uh, Bird Box, which came out in 2018 with Sandra Bullock. Um, I saw it gut. I mean, it got a lot of um, fanfare and people, but it also was compared to a quiet place. I never saw a quiet place, Ooh, well, but what bugged knows. me out about Bird Box is it reminded me of my nightmares. There was this nightmare logic in Bird Box that um, really <laughs> kind of freaked me out. So um, I'm gonna mention that. Blair Witch Project, I was prime uh, audience uh, target for that movie. Um The lead up to it i went to see it in the movie theaters it was all the rumors that the blair witch project was an actual found footage i mean i took all of that with a grain of salt but i considered it a possibility which made the movie more enjoyable and it tripped me out because i grew up i mean i kind of live in the woods and i had a hard time (laughs) being in the woods after watching that movie so it affected me and um I thought it was done brilliantly. you also going to give a shout out to the underdogs with the low budget, making it pop. So um, the ring was another one that um, got me a little uh, sketched out when my phone would ring. Um, and <laughs> I mean, any kind of horror that can involve technology, is it borders on sci-fi to me, and um, there's a lot of great sci-fi horror flicks too that I'm not mentioning. But The Ring did its thing, and shout out to uh, another another movie that uses technology, Cry Wolf. I have to shout out Cry Wolf because John Bon Jovi's in it, and they feature my song Sea Lion. But I'm not including that in this list. The last of the movies I want to mention is Cabin in the Woods. That movie kind of was like it, pu- it it put horror as a genre in a motherfucking coffin. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it plays up on every stereotype in the perfect way. Every, it just demolishes every trope. You know, it's, it's, it's just so well done. Great fucking, um, special effects and all that. But I, I, love that movie. I've seen it multiple times. Um, I have to give a special shout out. Now these aren't, I'm not including these two, but, uh, 13 ghosts, <laughs> which my wife, Made me watch because she said it traumatized her when she first saw it and she was very scared to watch <laughs> it again. So we sat down, we searched it out, we watched it, and it's very cheesy. And it's funny like she kind of watching her come to the realization that she's she's kind of built it up in her head all these years and then watching it again, realizing it's really not, um, not, not very scary at all. But uh, what was the other one I wanted to mention? Um, oh. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Anyways, that's a lot. That's way more than you asked for. But the the, the top five I would discuss or or, or include in my adult life, uh, Spook Me Out, Movies, Get Out, Bird Box, Blair Witch Project, The Ring, Cabin in the Woods. Blau.
7: Strange Famous. <coughs>
0: awesome. That was cool. I, I'm really glad that Sage save, Sage sent this one in because he's really good at articulating the things because Blair Witch was on my list, so I'm glad that he took it up because I had the same experience. We'd it's, I took it with a grain of salt like this was real, but it, I really thought it was kind of real footage. So it was fucking really creepy and and a different kind of movie I ever saw. So and look what
5: it spawned.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it's it was really good. I really liked Bird Box with Sandra Bullock too. I don't know if you liked that one, but I,
5: I did too. Yeah,
0: I hope he'll go watch. Um, Quiet place. Cause I think that's the better of the two and quiet place. I really love. So anyway, thanks Sage. That was awesome. I, I loved hearing them. All right, let's go on to number four for Jared. Jared, number four, four for door. Uh, you mean three. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Three, but I wanted to just do a rhyme three for me. Three for me um so this one is uh, still one of my
5: all-time favorite movies um Bram Stoker's Dracula Oh yeah
0: that's the one with uh, t- um
5: well, Winona Ryder Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. Gary Oldman yeah. Anthony Hopkins I mean like Francis Ford Coppola the costumes the music like the special effects I mean everything about that movie is perfect I love it like that's all I can really say
0: yeah, it's a really good one. Uh all right, Adrian, your 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 three. Um
2: these weren't in any order, by the way.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine.
2: But yeah. This one always freaked me out, although I loved it was Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah,
5: <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, good. We used to watch that when we were kids all the
0: time.
2: Well and that one guy gets I think he gets possessed or something. there's something happens and I think there's throw up involved. Uh,
0: it just always scared me. Yeah, no, it's that that was that was one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: Doesn't he get possessed or turn his well, eyes turn blue? She, her green? eyes
0: turn green. She oh, they it's do a curve. get. Yeah, they get. She gets possessed. Well, they're gonna they're about to marry. Um, uh, shout or what is
2: I don't even remember. I just remember it scared me.
0: Oh, it's really good. And the guy blows up. The guy gets, re- so, angry. Oh, maybe it gets so angry. He gets <laughs> so angry he just explodes.
5: <laughs> if they but, made a movie that was like like they're like a fourteen year old boy made this movie, like it would be big trouble, little children.
0: Yeah. It was such a great movie. Um, well, my three, and I've already I already talked about it a lot in last episode, so I'll just say it. But it's bad taste. Bad taste is one of my one another one of my favorite gore gore movies. Bad taste. It's, yeah, it's a Peter one of Peter Jackson's very first movies, and it is so fucking gory <laughs> and campy and shitty, but it's so good. So yeah, if anyone if you can ever find that anywhere, that one's a must see. Peter Jackson plays a character in it that falls off a cliff. And, and his head hits a rock, and it explodes open. And then he's alive through the whole rest of the movie, and he takes his belt, and, and his brains keep falling out of his head, so he takes his belt and wraps it around his head to hold his brains in his head. <laughs> the whole movie it's like, so great Like you do. <laughs> All right, number two.
5: Number two, Aliens. Uh, I love it, and it, uh, one of the things that I really love about it the most is that almost all movies, like horror movies, action movies, whatever, it's all about like the guy saving the girl. And that movie's about the girl saving the girl and her like her little girl. And it's like a mom saving her daughter and the the aliens a female like the queen aliens a female. So it's very female on female, like everything. I love that movie. It's a masterpiece.
0: Yeah, it is a masterpiece. Sigourney Weaver, so great in the in the whole series. She's fantastic. All right, Adrian, your number two.
2: My number two scary one was "Sleeping with the Enemy." <sighs>
0: oh, I don't even remember. I do. I know I've seen that. Kevin I don't Klein.
2: Remember. Is huh? that Kevin Klein? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't rem- I can I know I've seen it. I can't remember.
2: Well, it was, I think, psychological. It's uh she's trying to leave her husband and he's
0: crazy. My number 2 is Texas Chainsaw Massacre number 2. One number of my four. all-time favorite movies, it's yeah, the second one. The first one's really good, but the second one I saw and I already mentioned this in the last episode, but yeah, I watched it at a friend's house. And I was trying to be so cool, and then the older kids fell asleep, and I was hiding under the bed. And I called my mom and said, "Can you can you come pick me up?" It was late at night, and he he was one of the kids in the neighborhood. They had a it was new. They had one of those alarm doors that you couldn't like open the door. And I was just trying to sneak out, and I couldn't fucking get out of the house.
2: It was awful. But
0: there's a there's a line in a Primus.
2: Now now you know what it feels like to be a child of today.
0: I know. But yeah, there is a line in a in a in a Primus song um, from that, uh, and it's "Dog Whale Hunt." And uh, yeah, that came from a text on Masker too. For any of you Primus fans out there, that, well, say or Dose One called in. I don't think he made a list, but let's just hear what Dose One had to say.
5: Okay.
0: it's, uh, it's Dose. I am in a horror
5: movie right now. It's called Las Vegas. It's children. <laughs>
7: yeah <laughs> oh. so he said oh, wait. theres oh, there's he's children almost done. Hold on. no that was it
2: <laughs>
0: okay okay well we we'll, then we'll do we'll do we'll do your number one
5: So my number one got stolen because I was I put the shining as number one just because it's the shining it's kind of like the golden beacon you know but um another comparable number one in my eyes is, Creature from the Black Lagoon.
0: Oh, look at you going with the Creature from the Black Lagoon.
5: I have always been obsessed with that movie. I've been obsessed with the whole series, like the return of the creature, the creature walks among us. I mean, I've seen them all. I have the box set. I love it. But Creature from the Black Lagoon is truly like one of my favorite Beauty and the Beast stories. And it's filmed great. It's epic. I love everything about it.
0: All right, Adrian. What about your number one?
2: Um, mine was Silence of the Lambs, that got taken. So, one that I had written prior to that was The Terminator. Always scared me.
0: Whoa, really? Well That's a great <laughs> movie, though. I love that The <laughs> Terminator.
2: Oh, well, he's like that cop guy is chasing that car. Oh, that's and Terminator then he too. Gets like <laughs> these claw things. I don't know. Yeah. That's Terminator too.
0: Yeah. Terminator like, One Terminator even has a little then. bit creepier. Not I creepier, don't know. I but, don't. Yeah, cool. I
2: don't ever re- really remember watching them, but I remember them scaring me enough to not watch them and push them out of my brain.
0: No, oh, that's interesting. The Terminator, because I don't think it, I bet that's not on anybody's number one list.
2: <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm when I'm in Hannibal, Adrian, I'm gonna run after your car with the knife hand. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know,
2: I used to have nightmares when I was a, a kid that I would be running. And these two men would be chasing me and they would almost just get me and they'd have their knives and they would cut my calves. They would just like Ouch. get and they would be cutting my calves and I was constantly running from them and they were right behind me stabbing oh. my calves. So maybe that has something to do with the guy on the Terminator. I don't
5: know. The chasing. Lots of chasing in that movie, I remember. Those
2: knife hand things.
0: It, he, it, like he only used those car. knife hand things once, but yeah, I guess that that's had a lasting all, impact. That's yeah. all I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Well, my number one, I think it got taken. Let me look. Oh, no, it didn't. My number one, I'm wearing the shirt. My number one is Day of the Dead. I think it's one of the best movies ever made, and it still holds up. The acting is fantastic. The special effects are fantastic. The whole story... Is fantastic. It's such a great movie. It's George Romero was probably one of the best zombie maker, movie makers of all time.
5: And it's, it's also, like I was speaking about, like, um, with Fright Night, like that iconic, like, video box. Day of the Dead is, um, like, one of those as well for me.
0: Yeah, it's a laster forever. I love it. I'm going to tell you my, I'm going to rapid fire my honorable mentions. What We Do in the Shadows, Swamp oh. Thing, Werewolf in London, Nightbreed, 976 Evil, Get Out, Hellraiser, The Fog, A Quiet Place, Misery, Scream, Creep Show, Devil's Advocate, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer.
2: Oh, that's enough.
0: The Thing, Poltergeist, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead 28 Days Later, Zom- Zombie Land, and Death Proof. You,
2: there you just. Go. Googled every movie. No, I didn't. That's not even, (laughs) and that's
0: still just scratching the surface. There are so many great movies out there,
5: and we just, and we just barely scratched the surface. Like, I mean, I could go on forever.
0: Yeah, and I left so many out. Well, and then I just tried to slap them in there. Well, thanks, Jared, for sitting with us. Um, What can we promote? Where, 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 where do you like people to to know what's happening in the in the night of Jared?
5: Well, the most, the, the best thing is the Instagram, of course, um, Jared Knight Art on Instagram. That's where I put, um, almost all of my work. Um, and then I have my website, jaredknightart.com that you can reach me. And, um, most importantly, uh, at the, uh, in Hannibal at the Creatures of the Night show, that's where I'd like you to see me the most.
0: Awesome. So please we'll come. see you
5: there.
0: Yeah, we'll see you there in person. It's going to be great. We're going to have a fun time.
5: In seven days seven, <laughs> seven days. seven
0: days later. Tremors. Oh, I forgot to put tremors on the list. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Go P. Have a great rest of your night. To be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Have a great rest of your night. Thanks for joining us, Jared. Love
7: you guys. Peace.
0: Let's take a trip to Halloween. Someone but well, Thanks, Jared, for joining us. Let's take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to hear some people. We got a, f- a few more people that called in with their top 10 lists. Some really cool people, too. Uh, the final remaining people who- whose lists we're going to get are Chesky, our good friend Johnny Ritchie, Mopes, our other friend Quentin Hughes, Gail Rock, Mr. Dibbs, and Black Lick. They got some uh, great great lists Set up for us, and I'm very uh, intrigued to hear all of them. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
3: d D forty five.
0: Hob sauce. amplify the flavor of your favorite foods with Hob sauces award-winning flavors. Create your own four pack at HobSauces.com. Not only do they make dope hot sauce, they collaborate with dope artists for their labels and flavors, including myself, Atmosphere, Aesop Rock, Crayola, Rob Sonic, and so many more. We love hot sauce over here at DOD45 and damn near put it on everything we eat. We got extra bottles in the car, Adrian has one in her purse, I have an emergency bottle in my backpack, and if you're ever running out, we always have a bottle available of the garlic turmeric, which I did the octopus label for, here at my gallery in Hannibal, Missouri. Hit it, Bobby.
1: Have sauce, have sauce, what you gonna do, what you gonna do, put it on your food. Have sauce.
0: Hey, it's me, Ty, just popping on real quick to let you know that my art is available for purchase at artbytie.com. So if you like what you're seeing or you want to support this podcast, the best way for you to do that is by picking up a print or an original on my website. If you're not quite ready for a purchase, but you still want to help out, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you stream from, and be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so you'll never miss an episode. All right, enough of all that. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Thank you. Uh, Let's go ahead and hear... uh, It's all about Halloween right now. So let's hear Chesky's list. His top ten. I think it's a top ten. Let's just hear what Chesky had to say with his with the movies.
9: What up, Ty? This is Chesky. Wanted to give my top ten. It's not an easy thing um, to get put together, but I was thinking maybe if I can break it down by my childhood into adulthood. So I'm gonna my my first five. I'm gonna mention are, are ones I saw when I was a kid. That affected me (laughs) Deeply (laughs) Um The first horror movie I saw as a kid That affected me deeply was Poltergeist That freaked me out Um It I know that there were actual deaths On that movie set Um At least that's the myth I, I haven't really looked into it since But uh That movie always got to me Um Pet Cemetery is when I always go back to. If I was going to pick one that I've been, one horror movie I've gone back to more than any other is probably Pet Cemetery. It's got that mix of, I don't know, nostalgia for me with shared terror, like uh, the Zelda scenes with her back and um, whatever. Illness she had does always like appear in my dreams unfortunately um the exorcist that's an easy one I think um classic I grew up Catholic I was a Catholic <laughs> schoolboy. that shit was very real to me I, I there was one point in time in my life when my brother he was acting out a lot when my parents were getting divorced and uh they tried to get an exorcist for oh, him. <laughs> for real. This really happened. He was probably like nine years old or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Oh, that's a good one. That is just like that quintessential 80s. It's like teen flick high school flick meets fucking horror. And Freddy was... <laughs> extra hilarious, and he came into his own. I feel like... I mean, those first movies are all good, but that was the one that stood stood out for me. Like, I, I went back to it a lot, and uh, it was really fun. I remember watching... I remember just being at friends' houses, being way too young to watch all those movies, but we'd be... We'd just watch them on loop. Another one I saw in the theater... Which was bizarre. It was almost more bizarre than frightening. Was Lawnmower Man? Oh. Lawnmower Man. Really I remember walking away from that experience, being like, "What the fuck did yeah, I just watch?" Um.
2: The lawnmower? <laughs> no. <laughs> like no.
9: Yeah, I'm gonna. No, no, those no. are those are five like sci-fi from my childhood. I should give a a shout out to Dead Zone. Which was the first um, Stephen King book I read when I was in elementary school. Wow. it was a book <laughs> I picked up at the Safeway. And it had so many, f- so much foul language in it that it was just <laughs> enticing to a, a young mind. Now I know that Stephen King was just railed out on cocaine the entire time <laughs> <laughs> he wrote those books. <laughs> but, uh... It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Cause it's, he he could take a lot from a very small idea, and he could make it into a 300, 400-page book. But Dead Zone ha- holds a place in my heart. Um, I actually really like it, but it's not really scary, so I, I can't put it on this list as a movie. I believe it was Christopher Walken that was in it. In the, it was a good movie, but not scary. Um, okay, then into my teen years... I discovered Suspedia, um, I fell in love with the music of Goblin as well, um, but yeah, just uh, I don't know. Argento films I don't know. in general, but also just the whole vibe, the music around that, that kind of horror movie is is some of my favorite, like Italian horror Cool. And I guess along those same lines, I could put Rosemary's Baby. Um, did you put? It's that just list? that more psychological. I don't even know. Esoteric kind of horror That's a good is horror appealing Rosemary's to me. Baby. Pretty slow and um, artistic. <laughs> so yeah, I'll get. I'll give a shout to Rosemary's Baby. Um, Videodrome is one. I, w- I wanted to put something about Cronenberg because I realized Cronenberg had an effect on me early. There was a movie in the 90s he made called Crash um, that was really bizarre. It was like sexual sexualizing car crashes, and it stuck with me because... Um, probably because I was, you know, I was probably 15 or something when that came out, and it was just a, those bizarre movies um, stuck with me more than anything. It wasn't really horror, so I can't put Crash on that list, but uh, I'll put Video Drama on that list, which I discovered by just getting into Cronenberg films. Video that's a weird one. It's very 80s in the <laughs> in interesting ways. <laughs> Uh, in nostalgic ways, just visually and everything, but it's also just bizarro horror. Mm-hmm. You could that could fit into there for sure. Um, later on, one of my favorite kind of creepy films is El Espinazo del Diablo, um, I've
7: seen that. <laughs> The
9: Devil's Backbone, uh, Guillermo del Toro out of Mexico. Oh. Uh, obviously, he became way more famous after that but um, I love that movie it really stuck with me I believe it must have been his first feature film early 2000s I would guess Um, that's a great movie if you haven't seen it The Devil's Backbone he went on to make like Pan's Labyrinth and eventually win Oscars and stuff and then I'm going to give a final shout out to Get Out I thought Get Out was one of the that's more weird. interesting horror films of the last decade um, and i wanna I should say that one of the most frightening films to me in my youth was Mississippi Burning. Oh God yeah and I remember being <laughs> a little kid and watching that movie and and just being like blown away that people did that in the
0: south to other people
9: in this country, like the history the history of this country is more frightening than any fantasy to me and so Get Out kind of touches upon that in a way that a lot of films don't and so I appreciated Get Out when I saw that um, but yeah, Mississippi Burning freaked me out as a kid I re- and so um, yeah, Get Out is like a modern touch on um, the horrors of racism. Mm-hmm. I fucking really appreciate that. Okay, that's my top ten. Oh, awesome. Happy Halloween. Thanks, Chesky. Peace, Ty.
0: Peace. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah.
2: Was that get out the one with the?
0: They kid. They take the. The
2: girl finds a, a black boyfriend. Yes, oh, and then
0: okay. she takes him to the house, and yeah, then. Well, you don't
2: have to spoil it. Oh but, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a really good movie, and I love. I like that it's coming up in everyone's list because they weren't they didn't make like it was just from a different perspective yeah. it's that so antebellum
2: good. was really good yeah i like too. that
0: antebellum that wasn't a jordan peele one but it feels like that but that was a good one all the jordan peele's movies are really good i can't even remember like ma i think it's called anyway we've heard my list but yeah that was awesome thanks chesky that's so why i was i knew i knew chesky put did a, a, a like a longer one with the thought out because he asked if he could do some uh, commentary on it. i was like yeah for sure that's what i want to hear so so yeah i figured it was gonna work out that we we end the episode with these all right so that was chesky's who um after chesky let's go let's hear uh, our good friend johnny he's he's he, i know he's gonna have a good list he's always he's a mr movie man
7: what's up everybody johnny richie here <laughs> friend of art by ty <laughs> I was on the podcast, Season 1, Episode 10. And here are my top 10 horror movies. You may disagree. You may agree with some of them. But here we go. Number 10, Pumpkinhead. Oh, man. That show used to scare the crap out of me when I was younger. <laughs> Nine, Human Centipede. Oh, that's Disgusting. Eight, a newer movie, Antlers. Oh, I Yeah, man. It? Creepy little kid. Monsters, gotta love it. Number seven, the host, not the movie with the girl about aliens. It's this is a Korean monster movie. Oh yeah, that's host. a good one. Check it out. Number six, Cabin in the Woods, not the movie you think you're gonna see when you see it. It's completely different. It's funky. I really like Cabin in the Woods. That one came up Number five, a lot. another Korean movie. I saw the devil. Woo. Oh, I haven't watched that. It's about a serial killer and a cop that gets revenge. It's pretty good. Number four, The Thing. Not the original from way back. Oh, I love the original. But the remake with Kurt Russell, practical effects. Man, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Number three, Stephen King's The Mist. Oh, that was a good one. Man, that just, well, I don't even know what to say. Watch that movie. One of the craziest endings I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Number two, good old-fashioned Nightmare on Elm Street. That's right. He was my favorite (laughs) Uh, slasher of all time. Not Freddy, or not Jason, not Michael Myers. Freddy I all the agree. way. And the number mine. one movie that had impact on me and scared the crap out of me from when I was a little kid and I first saw it. The Exorcist. My parents didn't know I saw it, but I saw Guaranteed. it. Number one, The Exorcist. <laughs> Exorcist. Man, that movie also still Catholic. to this day <laughs> freaks me out. All right. A couple little... Uh, Side notes, little honorable mentions, <laughs> Pet Cemetery, The Fly, and oh, the fly. Aliens. But that's my that. top ten. Hope you like it. You get some time, check them out. And make sure you listen to DOD 45. Boom.
0: Awesome. Yeah, see, Johnny. Johnny's Johnny's like a, Johnny's excitable. <laughs> He's <laughs> always going to come at you. It's awesome. Yeah, great list. All right. Let's, um, yeah. I can't I, remember.
2: I was I was going to say something, I can't remember what.
0: I don't mean to generalize Catholic, but it, but it seems like that 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 whole the whole oh, it's
2: the priests and stuff. Yeah, the
0: priests. I mean, that's I mean, exorcists. Ex, the only people that are doing exorcisms. What?
2: Oh, I just didn't know there was a light right here. I knocked over. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, exorcisms are done from the Catholic Church. So yeah, I think that that one only resonates, not only but mostly or resonates. probably
2: Catholic, very Catholic-like. There's a lot of uh Religions that are that do exorcisms, basically the oh, exact same. As sure, yeah.
0: They're, they're, so, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because my that movie that I said earlier, "The uh, Serpent and the Rainbow," was a movie I wanted to have on my top ten list, uh, but it deals with voodoo, and so that kind of like exorcism, right? No, a little bit or no? Oh, uh, I don't. I guess it's not. All right. Okay, let's go. Um, Mopes, Mopes has called in. Gave us his top ten. Let's hear what Mopes has to say. His top ten horror movies. All right, top ten horror films. Here we go.
7: Mopes SFR, um, Rosemary's Baby, The Shining, Exorcist, Midsummer, Saw One, Psycho, Scream, Train to Busan,
0: Twenty Eight Days Later, and the original Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, that Midsummer. have you seen that?
7: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I thought you watched it.
2: I don't know, tell me.
0: I don't know, that? I tried to watch it one night and I just, I was not prepared for it mentally. <laughs> I, yeah, so I hear people talking about it and I know it's, gonna, it's good, but I, I think that one's one that's gonna take me a minute. I have to ease into it. And I think you'd,
2: I think. Oh, this you, is a pretty new one, right? Yes. I think I just I, saw, it just came up on Netflix. Yeah, is I thought right? you
0: watched it one night. Like after you watched, um, what's that series with the nuns that you watch?
2: The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah,
0: I thought you watched it like one night after that. Cause I think it's psycho. I think it's a no. Well, I've, never it. I've never seen that. I've never seen The Handmaid's.
2: But well, I will say that everybody keeps mentioning um, Freddie, and that one definitely was my scariest, scariest. Well, oh, that's right. Ever. You were
0: terrified of that. You you got so mad at me one one night recently, and I was singing the song. Yeah, and I didn't yeah, realize. I did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how like how terrified of it you were. So yeah, oh, it's crazy because
2: so I used to watch it so much, but then I would lay in bed and just be like, oh, I can't that's go to sleep. So I can't good. go to sleep.
0: Yeah, it's a really good one. It's done so well, and, but yeah, I don't know. You know what else I too I didn't I wanted to say I love the way those guys say horror.
2: Horror.
0: I love it. It's cool. <laughs> that's a New England thing, right?
2: Oh. Uh, East Coast, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love it. Yeah, because uh, Bruce says it like that too. Cut, yeah, it's fun. All right, let's hear. Let's go. Oh, our other good friend, Quentin Hughes. He was on the pilot episode of DOD 45. My main man, Quentin, he was in the band with me and everything. So uh, I don't know. I'm trying to do a lead into it. Let's hear what Quentin had to say.
8: What's up, DOD 45? It's your man, Quentin Hughes. I was asked to provide a list of top 10 horror movies. Uh, some are old, some are new, but these ten are definitely some of my faves. I got a lot of faves, but definitely these ones stand out the most because they scared the shit out of me in one way or another. Uh, let's go with The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Baba Duke, Midsummer, The Exorcist, Poltergeist, The Silence of the Lambs, The Thing, Hereditary, The Strangers,
10: and Day of the Dead. Happy Halloween, y'all.
0: Thanks, Q. Yeah, Day of the Dead making the top one. It's the best one ever. Thank you so much, Quentin. That's fantastic. Okay, we're coming in. We're coming in in the home stretch. Mm
10: -hmm.
0: Okay, let's go. Let's let's hear uh, Gail Rock from the Cloaks.
10: Yo, what up? This is Gail Rock. And uh, I'm dropping in with my top 10 scary movie list for the DOD 45 podcast with Art by Ty. So yeah, I'm big into Dracula and vampires Um, right out the gate. I'm going to have to list Gary Oldman in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Gary Oldman's one of my favorite actors of all time. But uh, Brand Stoker's Dracula was the shit growing up. Yeah, that's a good um, I'm, I'm very into the classics as well. So Christopher Christopher Lee, who played in the horror of Dracula. And then you can't front on the OG Bella Lugosi as Count Dracula. Um, I would throw in Blade with Wesley Snipes. Oh, that's a cool one. And, um, you know, from a, from a cult classic perspective, um, from a monster monster perspective, I would go Creature of the Black Lagoon and um on some werewolf shit, the howling was was ill back in the day Um, an american werewolf in london would be another i think that puts me like at eight um you can't leave exorcist off the list that that was like crazy growing up and uh even amityville whore was probably one of the illest and my bonus i'm gonna give you the bonus on some newer horror flick is insidious insidious is crazy it has a lot of like prequel and spin-off movies that are all really dope but yeah man big ups to art by ty and the dod45 podcast this is gail rock from the cloaks um much respect and happy halloween
0: nice what was the one he said one that that uh that i wanted to make a comment on shit Man, my short-term memory is garbage. Well, L- L- L. We're
2: listing a lot of movies here. Yeah, we are. So, so. You're
0: getting a full-on overload of movies. Well, here we go. Let's uh, let's get the a list from Mister Dibs.
1: <laughs> well, oof. due to the last-minute nature of the request, I was only able to come up with my top three monster slash horror flicks. So I'm going to do my top three from the peak of COVID. A little lesser known, some of them, but, you know, they're out there. They're available. You can find them. Trust me. Number three, Moist, starring Jamie Lee Curtis Mayfield. Number two, Stranger Than Pulp Fiction, with Larry Travolta, that's John's little brother. Sam Quentin Tarantino is kind of a rabbit duck beaver hybrid and Wesley Bruce Willis <laughs> and number one for the win The Clown Doesn't Have a Penis The Clown Doesn't Have a Penis starring Sir Elton John Wayne Casey. <laughs> there it is top three COVID horror slash monster flicks enjoy
0: <laughs> well there you go that um that Larry Travolta, uh, t- t- uh, John's little brother, he was in that movie, um, the Urban Chowboy. <laughs> All right. Um you seen any of those movies? I don't
2: know what's real and what's. <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> Especially you two.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Mister Dibbs. Um, if you can find those movies anywhere, uh, set, uh, rent them, buy them, and send them our way. <laughs> and, let us, and give us a review of them. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's wrap. We're going to finish it out with Black Lit coming in hot, I'm sure. What was that noise?
2: <laughs> I think it was either a chainsaw or a motorcycle.
0: Oh, that distracted me. We're about to get taken out with a chainsaw. Oh, I will blast on them. <laughs> no, yeah, that's funny, though. Uh, it did stop me in my tracks, though. I wanted to make sure we weren't about to get attacked by Leatherface. All right, here we go. Black Lick. All
6: right, check it out. Yo, Black Lick here. I'm about to put you down with these scary movies. Now, Number one, I know my list isn't perfect, but all these ones are good. And I'm going to do it from the bottom to the top, yo. So look, 10, a Witch, man. I know. Kind of corny. But like, people thought that shit was real. So I mean, it's, it's kind of dope. Four, joint number nine, man. Irreversible. Oh, I haven't seen that. Real messed up. Crazy ending. Witch's Axe at the beginning. Something totally different. It'll catch you sliver. Number eight, Terrifier. Not the second one. The second one sucked, except for the one crazy scene. The first one, that shit was wild. Seven, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the seventy-eight joint with uh yeah. Kiefer Sutherland's dad, Donald in it. I checked that out again not too long ago, and I gotta admit, y'all, some good shit. Six, the classic Freddy joint, man. Nightmare on Elm Street. This is kind of like a genre in itself. You can put Jays in there, you know what I mean, or whatever the hell else. But really, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the best one of that era. Number five, I almost went with Zombie, but I'm gonna go with Night of the Living Dead. Like the '90s one with the black dude and the white chick. They start for like the white chick and her brother, or boyfriend, or whatever, at the graveyard. That joint is hard. Yo. That was Tom Savini's Four, remake of it. Come on, man, we gotta put some muscles on it, yo. Kurt Russell, dog, the thing. Oh yeah. Ice Cold in Alaska with an alien. You can't beat it, bro. I almost went with Aliens there, but I was like, you know what? I really don't want to see sigourney weaver again three (laughs) rosemary's baby you can say what you want man but that joint a slow boil yo and it's awesome i would never wear anything with tannis root and i can't even have a baby (laughs) number two one of my all-time favorite movies or top movies period a textbook on success in life devil's advocate it's literally a movie that'll teach you everything you need to know about getting rich I'm not even all the way rich, but it teaches you all about life and what you go through as you like come up. Because money, ha, that's the easy part. Number one, cannibal holocaust. <laughs> it can't be beat. It's got it all. And then some. It's a masterpiece and a true whore gem. And if you don't know what it is, which a lot of people don't, that is the one that is the one movie that should be mandatory horror film viewing. And I'm I've talking like that. the uncut or joint. Sad as it may sound, that joint, a lot of that is real. And you know what I mean, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Peace.
0: Blacklick sent also <laughs> a follow-up text with that that said, um, <laughs> he said, a tough list to make, but I did that shit. My bad. My hair decided to co-star in the recording. <laughs> Sounds like I'm on a jail phone. <laughs> and then he wanted me to give a, an honorable mention shout-out, and that was the movie Event Horizon, and I, and that is a really good one. It takes place on a spaceship, and and I haven't seen that one in a long time. And I think it's I think.
2: Oh, there is no, sorry.
0: Lawrence Fishburne's in it. There is
2: absolutely no freaking way I will be watching Cannibal cannibal Holocaust. Holocaust.
0: (laughs) I I haven't seen it. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to go check out a lot of these. I'm going to try to at least catch that Midsommars tonight. Um, Okay. Well,
2: don't watch this one with the kids.
0: Oh, I'll I'll have to look at it. Does it look pretty brutal?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, really brutal. Nineteen
0: seventy nine. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll. I mean, he's saying it. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna have to watch it in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> With like a and some like a sucker, <laughs> like all good things. So go have a hamburger. after. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I didn't get asked Jared the philosophical question. Oh well, the, the episode ran a oh, little long. You can long. ask me. Okay. Here's your philosophical question. <laughs> well, here's a useless fact for you, too.
2: Red is shot in every color of The Shining. T- How'd
0: you know that? Shining. Oh, you're looking at it. Yeah, the color red <laughs> is present in almost every shot in the movie of The Shining. Sorry, spoiler. No, that's okay. And I should have brought that up because everyone was talking about The Shining. And here's your philosophical. How would virtue ethics pl- apply to, race, to a race of...
2: <laughs> yeah, you already lost me. Oh, no. I can't do it. How
0: would virtue... Ethics apply to a race of rational vampires on both the case where vampirism is an infection and where vampires are a separate species.
2: Hmm. Maybe you can email that to me so I can read it. Holy shit! I, I wouldn't, have not idea either. what
0: you just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Well, that was awesome. Awesome episode. Um, it ran a little long, but I don't know. Lots of people love horror movies. I know I do, and it was kind of. It was really great. Because even Sage, when he when I got a hold of him, he was like, oh, I don't really like horror movies. But it was just cool to hear him say like, oh, but you know what? It's not just about the horror movies. People have men or memories of, of things. And it was nice to hear everyone's memories. So thank you, Jared Knight, for for being our guest. And um, if I could just throw these out. Thanks so much, Slug, Cast One, Alexander Brown, Sage Francis, Dose One, Chesky, Johnny Ritchie, Mopes, Quentin, Gelrock, Mister Dibs, Blacklick, and C's Mikes. Um, Illogic was going to try to get one into us. awol One was going to try to get one in, but he was doing some recording. A lot of people were going to try to get them into us, but it was last minute. This episode came in last minute, so uh, I really want to thank everyone. Uh, Slugs even on tour, and he's, I'm he's, he. I am glad that we didn't in. get any more. That was that
2: it, was
0: there, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of lists, but it was, but it, but, the, but it was just cool to hear f- from folks and, and hear their lists. But it was a perfect amount. So thank you to all of them. Thanks to everybody. Thank you, Adrian, for grabbing dinner right before we recorded the episode, making dinner every single night. And thanks to Jared Knight. That's it for now. Happy Halloween, everybody. If you don't like Halloween, maybe you like Thanksgiving. I don't know. That's my
2: I least don't know, favorite but I'll, holiday. I'll, give you, I'll tell you. What,
0: what the hell? What's that the, chainsaw?
2: I will tell you. I will be running around with a chainsaw if... These Halloween decorations are still out on November 2nd.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we'll start decorating for...
2: It's I a think it's a, bull,
0: it's a bullet bike.
2: the a werewolf.
0: Casket on wheels.
2: Clean oh, up your uh, Halloween decorations, everyone.
0: And, and um, Thanksgiving's the worst holiday, by the way. <laughs> worst food. Oh, just kidding. Okay. Yeah, Adrian's right. The last words are clean up your Halloween decorations, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your evening. Happy Halloween. Thank you for joining in on yet another episode of DOD 45. Please hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss an episode. You can even go one step further by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts to help other interesting people like yourself find our podcast. You can find me at ArtbyTie on all the socials or at artbytai.com. If you'd like to follow this podcast on social media, we are at dod45w on Instagram, or you can go over to our website dod45.com, where you can shoot us an email, join our mailing list, and watch all of our past episodes. Thanks for joining us. Peace.